guys, welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset, where we help you bulletproof your mind through health, fitness, and a wee bit of chit-chat. So today's episode is about six gym myths that we absolutely hate, and we've busted them for you, or we, we hope we've busted them for you. So if that's something you're into, enjoy. Drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. And the first myth that we're going to get into... Carbs make you fat. Oh, they absolutely do. Oh, no, I, they, that, that's, I thought that, that's how, that's how when I eat all the carbs, I'm so fat as fuck. Every time I've been shredded, I've not had carbs. Aye, that's Cut it. Out bread. Just <laughs> bread. Just bread. <laughs> so, like, getting into this, I mean, to a lot of people listening, it might seem blatantly obvious that carbs don't make you fat, because there's been so many studies and it's all over the internet that carbs don't make you fat, but... I, as don't, per- think it, I don't think it is obvious, because <laughs> I still see... A majority of people saying, oh, I've cut out mm-hmm, pasta, mm-hmm. I'm doing fucking keto, and I'm like, whoa. Mm. <laughs> really? It's so hard, it's so hard to hear that people are still in that mindset, but like for us and for me and you, it's so obvious that they don't, Aye. that surely how can other people, but obviously it's just marketing, all the, like the keto diets and that, that are pushing it down people that, oh, if you cut out carbs, you will lose weight, and it's just simply, you might lose weight at first, but you won't lose body fat, you'll lose water weight, etc. No, I think I think you might you might lose weight, but the the weight gain comes back when you introduce carbs again. No, I don't. I, I really don't think it is that. Um, sorry, the the weight gain will come back when people start introducing carbs back into their diet. That's why keto works. That's why the Atkins diet. See all these diets; they all work because they it's nice and simple to follow. You eliminate one food group. What does that one food group do? It reduces your calories. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you lose fucking weight. Mm-hmm. You have taken your current calorie intake you've reduced it your body then adapts to it then you're used to those calories so slowly but surely you start to introduce carbs or whatever it is it's just simply a calorie deficit you've created a calorie deficit through a certain means of reducing your food intake and let's let's be honest who doesn't want to eat carbs i know like like, that's why there was a few people in the gym that were saying oh i'm keto and they're asking for a wee bit of advice and I'm always a wee bit wary. I never want to, when somebody goes, oh, I'm in keto, I never want to go, that's fucking shit, you shouldn't do that, because it just, at least they're trying, at least they're trying something. They're yeah, trying yeah, yeah. slowly educate them on, well, why do you think that's working for you and get them to like really question themselves? Well, um, what I really, what really grinds my gears is when they're not like fitness fanatics and they're going down, I would say keto, intermittent fasting is a fitness fanatic's way of going like I've I've finessed everything else now I'm going to do that to gain even more performance or weight loss but these, they're doing that at the start when they don't even have anything else in plan aye, in aye, place no, no I see what you mean even for fitness fanatic, I feel like it's just a way of trying something out into mm-hmm. right let me see what the what benefits I get but the the cutting carbs like it's just it's in one hand that most people do over consume carbs yeah, and that's why the message probably sticks because you're like I wouldn't even say I the, the over-consume carbs oh you can say it like that or you can just say the under-consume protein and fats yeah and I think that's a stronger message into mm-hmm. it's like there's like like calorie deficit was the was the, the term hammered for the last couple of years mm-hmm. I think the message going forward is under-consuming protein oh, 100%. maybe not a sexy phrase maybe we can come up with <laughs> a sexy phrase like, that's not going to sell much <laughs> you're, you're under-consuming protein and that is all <laughs> you know but the, but that will certainly be that's the message that will be pushed mm-hmm. or should be pushed a wee bit more but carbs definitely so so for anybody listening one thing that carbohydrates do carbohydrates are stored in your body as glucose and glycogen more in the muscles so when you do not eat any carbohydrates or a very little amount of carbohydrates so when you digest carbohydrates they're used as glucose 
that's your energy but the excess carbohydrates are stored in your muscles as glycogen mm -hmm. if you do not consume carbohydrates for a few days your kidneys will flush out that glycogen for, uh, using insulin so you don't need any insulin so the uh, the glycogen and the insulin will leave your body through water mm -hmm. so on average people lose 5 to 10 pounds of water weight instantly Aye. that's how when people go keto they do lose this instantaneous water weight they do get a little bit leaner straight away and it's just your insulin you don't need any insulin because there's no glycogen mm -hmm. and Aye. that's it and, that, and that's, what, that's why people love it because they go oh I lost 10 pounds quick Quick, 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 quick. Let's Just go. People love, people love fast. They love that word fast. And we hate yeah. that word fast. <laughs> Such but, a shit word. Yeah, stop going in like with it. I would say that's the mindset to, to move away from is I want results today. Like, like I, I always love the the quote or whatever. I can't remember where I've seen it, but it was like, um, it took you 17 years of over consuming more food and moving less to get to where you are. 12 week challenge is only going to get you to where you need to be like no, why, and why, and why why do you want to rush the process mm -hmm. by rushing the process you have to cut corners you have to do these stupid extreme diets drink shakes and all that shit but mm -hmm. aye no nah, it's not a good one so that's a good myth definitely Next, okay myth number two that is uh, that fit people look like they have it all figured out and I love this one because it's something that maybe I, I think we see it more because we're in the fitness world but I don't think I think a lot of people will judge someone figuring it out when they've got a six pack or they look like they're ready to step on stage when there's probably more um body dysmorphia and body image issues um what's it called eating disorders in the fitness space than there is general pop i mean personal trainers are known to have the highest insecurity rates exactly. because they're always under scrutiny from themselves and from other people yeah why, why did you start in fitness to look better insecurities, <laughs> insecurities <laughs> you know what I mean and they never really like they, they change as you go like uh, I would say I, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm actually really happy with my body <clears throat> and I'm not the biggest mm -hmm. and I'm not the most shredded but I've finally got a healthy relationship with how I look at myself mm -hmm. and that is fucking really difficult to come by people People go ye tens, twenty years and never get that. that. And some people, I just never just really keep, do conquer it. They just keep going. And this is, so the point of this point here is that you may look to the biggest guy or the most kind of shredded person, girl, guy, whatever it is in the gym, and you might think, right, that's the person that I'm going to take advice from because mm -hmm. they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Yet when you look at the routine, they're doing an hour of planned cardio a day. They're eating out of containers twenty four seven chicken broccoli a very restricted diet they're turning down social occasions to me that i'm like that that fits a very small disciplined mindset individual that has other goals because they marry their principles but for anyone trying to live a healthy lifestyle that's not that, that isn't like healthy 100 percent. and even though they're doing that they've some people don't even understand why they're doing it they just know to do it yeah they, they just know that that routine will get them there but they have no idea how to teach so-and-so who comes up to him and says, here, what are you doing to get look, to look like that? And they'll go, I look like this because of that. But that doesn't mean that the person asking yeah. will be able to do the exact same thing and look like them. And the only reason I can talk to this is because I've went through this myself. I said it on a previous episode where, <laughs> I'm not going to dub the guy's name in it or anything like that. But do it. There, no, no. Straight bag. There, <laughs> there is um, someone I know who's tried to train, pe train people before. And he went through the same thing that I'd done where I was like, right, what's worked for me as a 20-year-old man mm -hmm. that didn't really have uh, gym anxiety coming into the gym? I, as I said to you, I went to the gym when I was in high school and I was way, it was my whole classroom in the class, so we just fucked about and it was easy to learn. And the beauty of that is I managed to get in a gym environment without any kind of barriers. 
But I was like, right, what am I? What I'm doing a chest day on a Monday, a back day, Tuesday, shoulder day, Wednesday. So me training other people with that mindset. What was I given? Um, Billy Sandra, that's fifty five, that's never walked into a gym before. It's not the it's not the makeup of the gym session itself. It's actually there's more learning and coaching cues. Like some people just don't have the coordination to bend over. We're talking about that having having the confidence to walk into a gym, being able to hold a conversation or, or make eye contact with somebody. Like you you break down so many other barriers. Before before getting get, helping that person and i know someone he's huge he's he's jacked he fucking <laughs> looks good he's like ah, i can ptl pt mm -hmm. no problem and he's writing plans and i'm like you're writing somebody who's what he, he wrote a plan for someone who's working 70 hours a week and she had to get into the gym six days <laughs> and when she came to me i was like let's try two Aye. and i said if you get the one in you're winning that week the two is a bonus session mm -hmm. and that was a bit i was a smart side and all that came down to was experience lacking experience but it, it goes to show you not all the time is the biggest guy or big or the, the most shredded girl the, the right person to mm -hmm. to be training a lot now, of people just look at looks and go oh they must know what they're doing because they look like that. But some people are just genetically gifted to look better you know some girls are just genetically gifted with big bums oh you're gonna there was a, there was a what was there was a, a clip of a guy he's obviously said it to get popular but he's gone down this right he's like it's fucking easy for girls to get in shape no 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 every girl <laughs> but there is some out there who oh, no, genetically have big bums and then other girls look at him and go right i'm going to follow her workout routine because they put it on instagram and oh, they get the mate. good they get the, the good angles and they go right i've done this this and this I'm like no, you fucking didn't. Aye, there's two parts to this. And that's it? fucking bullshit. Aye, there's a male, the, the male side of this, but the female side of it. Some of these girls have had fucking implants as mm, well. And they 100%. Make hundreds of thousands of pounds a year yeah. from their marketing and p pitching their programme. Mm -hmm. And I can tell programme shit if it doesn't have squats, hip thrusts, or deadlifts, or mm -hmm. remaining deadlifts in it mm -hmm. to build your glutes. If yeah. that does, that's not in it. And then you see the bandied kickbacks and set them oh. on a pull up machine. <laughs> It's like hearts, these, these, hearts are, these are wee little isometric exercises, but we're fucking, uh, we're, we're missing a big, big fundamental mover for that. So. And there also is guys in the other spectrum who can go into the gym and they're just, they just, the stimulus just okay. builds them quicker. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They don't even eat it. They don't even eat well. They don't even need to train that hard. Mm -hmm. They just go in and they can just build. And then when they do eat well and they do, that's where the real bodybuilders, ah, the, 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 that's where the real bodybuilders are born. Yeah. And he, I would even say on that, just the, the last point on when like what is like we, we we've got a different image of what does super fit and healthy look because we we still think that that is bodybuilders mm -hmm. unfortunately yeah whether it's a bikini competitor a fitness model or a, a bodybuilder to me i do like sebum's physique like mm -hmm. um the sebum is <laughs> Chris it's, a, it's not it's not a gay um, but but this man Chris Bumstead, I, I think he's got one of the best physiques I've ever seen, and I thought I do like I I still love the, the that that style of training, and I, I admire the discipline that goes into it. I went through it myself, and just for me, I don't want to give up my relationship with my wife, friends, business. I'd rather focus on those things. And unfortunately, could I put the time in and be a wee bit more disciplined to an extent? But I'm just, I don't believe it's healthy. I no, no, it's not, it's not, it's not healthy. When, you, when you've got goals and aspirations as a career, it just gets to a point where you, you, you can't be in that kind of shape, yeah. but it doesn't mean you can't be healthy and fit and no, strong. I know, I know. But one exception to this is, is me because I'm also the biggest guy in gym 24. Mm. I'm the best trainer. <laughs> 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 no, so I'll say one last thing, and you'll you'll have heard this. Like, because you're someone's a PT, right? And my clients will go, oh, they just take everything I say with the gold standard. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I try and say to them, look, don't just listen to MD who says they're any fitness or they're a personal trainer and take it with gold standard because they can say whatever the fuck they want to say. There is no legislation to teach in a certain way. The coaching cues that they'll use is the coaching cues that I use were learned from ourselves and from other people. They were not taught in a course. It's all to do with experience. So it all comes down to. I, I told my client the other day, because I can't remember what they said to me, but they said something like, you know what you're talking about because you went through this. And I was like, no, no, no. I says, seeing the course for becoming a personal trainer, you don't get taught how to deadlift. You don't get taught how to <laughs> squat. No, you don't get taught no. how to bench press. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I see all the people you know are personal trainers. They never get taught that. So they needed to go and properly learn that off someone who knew how to do it. And if they don't go and do that, they don't know how to. But by law, they're allowed to teach you how to do it. Yeah, yeah. So you need to you need to look out for personal trainers as well in that respect. And this is where it's hard for personal trainers to start out because the best thing that's, that separates you from the rest is the experience mm-hmm. that you got because that allows you that does allow you to an extent to niche down or at least speak to certain categories of um, people that are looking for for help. So hundred mm-hmm. percent. So the next myth: uh, it costs a lot to have access to a gym. Uh, I, d- I don't. I really don't like this one because. Um, I don't know why it is a myth. I don't know why it's all. Oh, no, that's expensive. Mm-hmm. We, we actually touched on this a wee bit, I'm sure. Yeah, we spoke, we spoke about this quite a few times. Like, gym memberships is as cheap as... What, what is? Like, some of the cheaper ones, like Pure Gym, the mm. gym group. It's like 10, F- 15, 15 pounds. And then, like, your 20, 25 pounds. So it's the gym 24, 24, 99. Um, you get big corporate gyms like New Age Fitness and JD, they're about the 2020 mark. And then you've got David Lloyd's and Bannantine's up the higher end. And people, like, it's all under £100. And I know times are tough just now, but the carryover of what that one payment does for your health monthly, it's, I I don't know, I just, I don't don't see that as expensive. No, it's something that I'll never understand. You know, if you go to David Lloyd's because you like swims and saunas, I don't like swimming, so there's absolutely no point in me going there. Mm -hmm. And it's not the kind of gym for me. But if it's the kind of gym that you enjoy, 30 quid extra a month is surely fuck all. Do you know what I mean? How many takeaways is that a month? Maybe two of these days so with, how, is, with how expensive things are. I was just going to do the math on it. So say you go to the gym twice a week, right? And then you look at a four-week month and it's 30 quid a month for your gym membership. That's what, three £3.75. So it's even cheaper than a coffee these and days. Places most people, unless they're not going at all, are going twice a week. Mm-hmm. Aye. And, and this is where... I used to pay a David Lloyd membership, a Pure Gym membership. Um, I think I spoke about this before because um, I wanted to train at half four in the morning, but David Lloyd's didn't up till six. But I loved going to the sauna in the morning and they had an outdoor pool. So mm-hmm. I loved just, it was so weird. It was in fucking, it was in England as well. So it wasn't as if I was in a tropical country. <laughs> I was like, pissing down the rain. I was like, I'm going to work later on the day, but it was my, my way of checking my mindset. So I would go to Pure Gym, pay, I think it was like 15, 20 quid a month, um, do my training session, finish at half five, drive over to the David Lloyd's opening up for six, half six or whatever it was, and then I'd go straight into the sauna and I'd chill out there till I had to go to work at eight. And I remember people going, like, can't believe you pay like 80 quid a month for that? And I was like, but to me, that is nothing. And I actually, I can't remember what the math is, I'll do it just now, but it was like 80. I was going about five times a week, sometimes six, sometimes even seven, just to use the sort uh-huh. of I do. Five divided by four and then divide by four. Then that's four pound a, a session for 90 quid's worth of gym memberships. It's, it's no, it's, it's no much. I mean, last year, I had three gym memberships. One was five quid, right? But another one was 30 and another one was like, 25 mm-hmm. so overall I was paying 60 quid over three gyms people are like 
you're not going to cancel him. I was like, no, I enjoy going to three different environments yeah. and I train harder and I just fucking enjoy it. So if I pay 30 quid extra from you and I really fucking love it, mm. like, what's, what's it, what, what do you spend 30 quid on these days? Uh, you, you can definitely cut other aspects of your life to make the, the gym membership. To just enjoy it. I would tell you, like, being, like, I always thought best if I ever had to give up my house and stuff like I'd done it and when I didn't want to live, didn't want to pay for a hotel in Nottingham when I was working down there for four days, I got a 24 hour gym because then I could use the gym membership, I could use the shower facilities, I could brush my teeth and then they were big things. Like if you think about that, like we talk about the cost of living, like these are facilities that you can use that might save you a few bucks down the line. So it's, it, it baffles me that people don't, it, it comes down to priority. People and don't see the priority. If you're really struggling, pure gym, 15 quid, doesn't get any better than that. It's fucking easy. I know. It's I know. The, the easiest start to your your, your journey that you can gym, go on. I think the gym group is literally twelve ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So, and that's buttons. Aye. literally buttons. But that's also the so model. If you, this, if you're is, this is this is how I feel. Uh, last year, honestly, I realised the importance of second hand things. See, if you go on Facebook Marketplace, you can find somebody giving away a bike. Mm. Then you can go in the gym group, thirteen quid a month, and what a lot of people, especially. Especially people with less money, like I, like I, like I'm not saying I've got a lot of money, but I became a point where I was living paycheck to paycheck for ages, mm-hmm. and you can go on and you can get a bike for fuck all off somebody who's willing to there's give it away. Some, aye, there's right? something. You got to put your ego to the side, and if you go, I can't make it to the gym because it's too far away. Get a bike, cycle there, thirteen quid a month, and you start your journey from aye. there, and you start building your health. Once you start building your health, you start building other things in your life. It's not it's not expensive, no. but it takes. Bring your ego down. It does. And I think in Scotland in particular, there's like a, I don't know, with an older, I don't know, I know around about our age in our generation, there's like a flex that you need to have. The I bought that brand new. I, the big, not even that, it's like, oh, look at me with my £400 t-shirt and I'm like, I'm always, like, I did go on a, a wee bit of spending spree before my honeymoon and I felt, I was like, oh, look at me and I was like, you oh, did feel the rush. But then, but then I was like, I can't believe I just spent £420 on Alexander McQueen's I wore, <laughs> literally wore them on that holiday and I've them since um, but th- I think we get, that was because I was getting caught up because what was I seeing on my Instagram oh the Palmy and Joe's t-shirts all that shit and look cool if that <laughs> that's a wee bit overdone now though oh <laughs> man I mean those fucking t-shirts can't handle it um, I can't handle it man it is it's, it's like a it's like a flex but the best way you can flex in someone is being healthier Mm-hmm. Being fitter, being well, stronger. See, the thing is, it's not even a flex. Like, see, when you're healthier, you just feel a better version of you. You're you don't feel confident. better than everybody else, you're but you're confident. Mm-hmm. And co- confidence is one of the fucking key things in life. Aye. Do you know what this just reminds me? I remember um, I used to uh, manage a boy down in England and he had the best of gear on, right? He always had the best of gear on. Done a wee bit of bits on the side, so he was always splodging money, right? And I always wore plain t shirts. And he goes, Do you know, I wish I had your physique because. Um, you can wear whatever you want and it looks good in you. And I was like, well, and then I was thinking from my perspective, I was like, oh, I wish I had a fucking Louis Vuitton t-shirt because I was a young boy, mm-hmm. young fucking mm-hmm. insecure boy. So that is perspective. It's two Do you know, I've never really cared about what I wore, but I remember I went into Primark before I went to Ibiza, right? And I kitted myself out in loads of different <laughs> uh, polo shirts, loads of different t-shirts. The t-shirts were 150, right? And the polo shirts were two pound, two fucking pound. And it was this like, khaki green it was like a dark green t-shirt right I wouldn't say it was exactly khaki no polo shirt and I went out and uh, somebody came up to us and I hear that that polo shirt's really nice where did you get that I was like Primark Primark 
And then somebody else came up to me and says, your, your, your posh shirt's really nice. I'm like, you are fucking <laughs> at it. Do you know what I mean? It's these folk who are walking up and they kind of, like the Givenchy and all that, and they're like, yeah, that posh shirt's pure nice. I'm like, mate, it's fucking two quid for fucking prima. It's like that, but when you get in better shape, clothes look better they anyway. Do it, they do it. And like, what does it all lead back to? Like, they don't, like the best way you can do that is, is a gym membership and an expensive um, uh, cost on your monthly wages. All it is is a bit of time throughout your day to, to go and smash a gym session. Yeah, and it's priorities. Uh, yeah. Okay, next one for us. Training abs will give you abs. So this is a wee, bit, uh, wee bit controversial. Um, uh, maybe not necessarily controversial because abs, like any other muscle group, can be built through training them, right? Mm. So it's maybe a wee bit of a catfish comment. So to build abs, you need to train abs, but you train abs like any other muscle and obviously they're built in the kitchen by showing them. So you need to be in a calorie deficit, lose, lose the fat, but also maintain your muscle mass to see the abs. But so, 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 so many people so, train so. abs wrong mm -hmm. and generally for the wrong reasons. One, they train abs because they think it's going to get rid of their belly fat. So this is so this is the main point. You cannot spot reduce mm -hmm. the weight because it's always like, oh, how is it the main point? No, but, ah, nah, there's a bit, there's a bigger point to come. <laughs> but it's always like people always say, oh, I just want to lose this bit. I just want to lose this bit, mm -hmm. and I've got so much empathy and sympathy because it's stubborn fat that's that's depending on your genetic makeup, depending how you are biologically made up and what you went through and hormonally and all that you will store body fat in different areas so some guys mostly for guys we store it in our guts mostly for women they store it in their thighs and, and mm. hips but then if the there's maybe something wrong with your hormone profile or different markers and whatnot mm. you could store like you, have you ever seen the guys with the big beer, beer belly but dead wee skinny legs that's an indication that hormones can be off mm. same with the the girls who have uh, little skinny legs and in, in, a, in a big gut again the, it indicates that something I'm not saying it is but it indicates that something's off hormonally yeah um, that's, uh, that's what it is but it's the, these people that have those stubborn areas of fat that's like what exercise can I do to get rid of this fat like ch touching mm. the bingo wings or touching touching the abs in this case um, and what came up what, what spurs up off the back, the back of this this is someone with a would you class this as an insecurity? Oh, I would def not, definitely, so definitely. You, so so many people are insecure about this, people. Aye. So people have got this insecurity, and then what does marketing do at its finest? It creates a response to this, which is a 30-minute ab class, a 45-minute ab class, a legs, bums, and tums class. And these, this is where I don't like the class scene because it's buying into the it's, it's buying into the person's insecurity where they then turn to that and they think, right, this is going to help me get rid of my belly fat. Mm -hmm. But it's not, it's not that exercise that you're no, doing. No, no, no. So no. With, with abs, to train your abs, it's like training any other, any other muscle group. You build strength on them. You build, um, you go through a hypertrophy phase. You don't need to superset five, six, seven exercises together. They literally do three sets of one exercise. You do a couple of exercises. You go three to 20 reps, whatever rep range you want to go, Mode change management. it up. Change it up, have solid rest times like you would with any, any, other, any other muscle in the body. Why do we do 30 minutes of abs with little rest and just loads of different exercises? Why do we need 12 different exercises? And we've done a video on this and why do you need to punch people's abs to get that's not going to get oh, you? Exactly, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's not going to get your abs. But so, at the end of the day, look, you train your abs like you train abs like I would train squats. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't do squats for half an hour and just fucking squat about five hundred million times in the half an hour. So there's a fine line. There's a fine line with where your cardiovascular system, so your cardio system takes over, and then you're literally just doing cardio. I, that's what it is. Literally just doing cardio. And if you do this, I would say a few star jumps on the spot for the same times that you're say you're doing a minute and a half on twenty seconds off. 
you will burn the same amount of calories and you'll get to the goal exactly the same. And your abs will be on fire. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they will be, they will be. But also people people don't have, um, uh, people don't know how to strengthen ten and, and, and tensor abs as well. So that then... So they're harder. just moving? Uh, it's just movement. I, I've got that a few times on my back, so I'm at, no, that's because you're no fucking doing it. Yeah. And it's hard to get them to, so that's another thing. So if you're, if you're in a class and this is my, we'll, we'll go into that. If you're in like an abs class and you're not able to do an ex- exercise properly, for me as a personal trainer, I would take my time to explain it and it would take time for some people to get it. Some people, it takes sessions upon sessions to get an exercise correct. Right. So if you're in an abs class and you're doing it wrong, you're going to fuck up your lower back because yeah. where is it going to go apart from your abs? It must go to the other side, so you're going to end up with lower back issues yeah. as well. It's just, it's a rolling theme of fucked upness. Aye. No, you don't, because I remember like you don't train abs and I don't think, you don't, Directly train abs with I'm going clients. to start. I'm going yeah. to start because I remember you said you you asked me before, didn't you? Like what you, what you my, my views are changing. My views are changing. So I was going to say it's a good point to bring up because because even though you don't, uh, what I was going to say is even though you don't directly train abs with your clients, some of the best exercises you can do for your core squats, deadlifts, mm-hmm. RDLs, compound movements because you have to tense and stabilize your core to make those movements work, or, or you will feel pain yeah. somewhere else. Yeah, no, I always do it. I love vacuums. I honestly love that. I teach almost every single client that and it's a way of trans um it's basically you draw your stomach in and hold tense and squeeze but still so right now i'm, I'm drawing my stomach i'm creating tension in my core just now but i'm speaking you basically do that as with your clients for, <laughs> for, <laughs> for, for 30 seconds I was trying to do that. <laughs> almost almost like a plank but it's like a regression of a plank and i love this because it generally does change the posture over uh, with especially with um some women who've um postnatal and they've not trained their core before I can change their posture where it looks like they've lost 10, 15 pounds mm. in a matter of weeks. Not that they have, it's just pot, like shoulders aren't forward, core's more drawn in. I mean, every like every person listening to this, you're on holiday and you catch a wee glimpse of yourself no matter what and by, what's the first thing you do? Well, guys, we put our chest out, mm-hmm. draw our stomachs in, you're like, oh fuck, I was caught off guard there. <laughs> but the stronger that core is, the more natural that, that becomes feels. And 100%. So the next one, this is quite a controversial one, and to be honest with you, before we say it, we don't want anybody to take massive offence, we're going to go into it. So, you you can be fat and fit at the same time. I, was, I, was, I forgot about that point. <laughs> what? No, so the, the myth is, you can be fat and fit at the same time, and look, studies have shown that you, you actually can't be obese and be as fit as you ever could be at the same time it's it's just it's it's important it's biologically impossible i i think this is it's a very controversial topic but this is why we've we do podcast because we wanted to be long form we want to speak our thoughts on it whatever we say here and um, no matter where you fall on the fence when listening to this i would one don't like what james said earlier don't take it as verbatim this is our experience and what we've read and i'm always open to challenge now i have so much empathy for um, individuals who are ob- fall into the obese category or are massively overweight, and I'm all for body t- body positivity. Mm-hmm. I do believe that as like even just growing up, I always remember like oh, even my brother, man, bless him. I used to fucking like he was a wee bit hate, and I was like, hey, fatty, like it was always there was always a a, a bit of <laughs> banter. Abuse, it was banter, but it, it can become off as abusive. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What is the first it's thing a fight, very fine line for me. Fat fuck, like all that. It's, mm-hmm. it's a very <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yes! Give me the answer. <laughs> no, but like I we we um 
I can't believe how close we are right now actually going up <laughs> some of the arguments that we had. But, but no, that, that is sibling ban. That's sibling banner. But um, I do, I have a lot of empathy because it is very fucking hard, especially in this world with so much information out there to go off and go on your health kit, especially if you fall in that category. One, food is so fucking easy to get. Far too easy. Most of the food out there is processed shit that makes you want more of it, so you're already at a loss. Mm -hmm. And the third point here is there's so much technology out there that it means you move less mm -hmm. if you do not plan uh -huh. out your day. So you're well, fucked. Four, there's a lot of shit information out there Aye. for marketing to towards keeping you fat. I know. It's like, so Slimming World, we'll, we'll go into it. Aye. It is engineered, so you go back time and time and time again so you lose your weight feel good go right the only way that I can lose weight is to go back to someone else give them more money give them more recognition pay for my shakes pay for the shakes so you just continuously give them money for the rest of your life yeah. if you don't go anywhere outside Slimming World you will go always go on that roller coaster because it's engineered and designed that way that is why they've never changed it because they understand that everybody comes back Aye. And, and equally see the other end of the scale see the anorexia like you can be um sorry you can't be was it what was the point you can't be fat you can't be fat and fit at the same time mm. the same goes for there's people who super maybe skinny. are not even super skinny we spoke about bodybuilders i want to class them as fat no 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 no, no people are sitting 100%. six five six percent ready to step in stage no that is no also fat. not fit and arguably they might have more issues than that now you can still love yourself but if the true loving yourself means that you want to help yourself so let's so time. let's go into that someone who is severely lean at five six percent body fat and then someone who is 30 percent body fat they have the same problems hormonally mm -hmm. because their body fat as we, we, were, we were we were watching earlier and reading studies earlier when you have a higher body fat percentage your hormone levels are severely drastically changed your estrogen levels for men are severely increased that's why obese men get breast tissue because your estrogen is increased that's why women have that's why women have breast tissue because the estrogen is higher so if you are a man and you are obese and you get breast tissue that means your estrogen is higher if estrogen is higher then testosterone must be lower mm -hmm. and men need testosterone to function and be happy mm -hmm. and, and and what i would say on this as well because i know a lot of people um clients and and just friends who are in that obese category and they're killing their health and fitness kit they yes you are you are fit you're on the, the road to that but there's a very fine line in like not just accepting where you are and keep pushing that because mm -hmm. the more um fat tissue you have in the body on your body the more at risk that you are to so, continually fuck up your hormones and, and so and the more at your risk you are of diabetes yep cardiovascular disease and overall mortality mm -hmm. uh, you, you you are at risk of all three of them severely yeah severely as we, we were, were, were reading something earlier just by you simply being obese you increase all the risks without doing anything not compared even to not even not, not even with even with walking you are still at risk of all them aye and then you you factor in the impact on your joints and the fact that the wear and tear on your body if it's like lean muscle tissue is a is an active piece of tissue that helps you move mm -hmm. whereas the the extra body fat it's it's wear and tear and stress on your body but one point that i will say on the like just being in the in the overweight category we were saying it before like it, it unfortunately the, the way the society is and where everything's designed that it does feel like the whole world's against you and it's hard because if you're making that that reverse you're turning the you're turning the corner and you're on a different path back to that health and fit state than maybe your ones you're probably looking at a you probably had 10 years of that 
maybe 15 years mm-hmm. and that's not going to happen within a year mm-hmm. maybe not even two years but stay the course on that because mm-hmm. bit by bit you're you're killing it you're killing and you it and you, you will it. you will get there it does take time and that's where as we're saying that empathy does come in because it's not nice to hear these things if you are in that category it's if you if you're in any category and you're being told you are unhealthy it's not nice it's, and just yeah. understand but it, it takes time and you will get there. Yeah, and you will. Why, and that's, that's why I'm saying I do have empathy. I do have empathy. I, I, but I, 100%. Think, I think the message of just love yourself at any size. I, I, I don't like. I, I don't like it. I, I, what we were saying, like it comes from a good message. It comes from a good place. But marketing at its finest is ways to get more clicks and more. It's views an unhealthy kind phrase because mm-hmm. it's not healthy. But as a kind phrase, mm-hmm. it's been nice to that person, but it's not helping. Aye. And there's many ways. So there's. I, I love this. While body positivity is a good thing. It shouldn't make you complacent about your health, fitness, about your health and fitness. Mm-hmm. Because you should feel happy how you are at the moment, but at the same time have that self-awareness to go, you know what, I could be a lot healthier. And be excited about that as mm-hmm. well, because it may be a long road, but see, that that, that, and that, me, that me, journey me, is always, what is it, a man, oh, I can't, I'm not butcher that quote. <laughs> I put it in my story once, it's like a man who walked further to, oh, fuck no. I know, I know what you're trying to say. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. You got it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> A man who enjoys walking will walk further oh, than the man who enjoys the destination. Aye, that, that was it. That is um, well done. Aye, aye, aye. aye. <laughs> and, and basically what it's saying is the journey is the, the best part about this whole mm-hmm. thing. If you're so fixated on losing £10, losing £20, £30, once you lose that £30, you'll pounds, give up. What happens? No, what happens once you've lost the £30? There's no plan of action. You fall back to the mm-hmm. old habits if you're not taking care of the job. So if you increase your habits, better your habits, you will do it for the rest of your life. Yeah. From from this point on, even if you are in that category, you will make progress and continue and continue. So hopefully I'm not pissed too many people off. But look, it's <laughs> you, unfortunately it's the truth. Yeah, well, we, well it's we, the truth. Aye, aye, we, we definitely strongly believe it is. Okay, on to the last one then. This is one that me and James hold dear to our heart. Mm-hmm. Squats and deadlifts are dangerous. Uh, what, what, what was his name? Robert Oberst was on oh. Joe Rogan. I fucking, I love Robert Oberst. I've actually got some of his programs. I've used, I've had some amazing gains from his programs. And he was on Joe Rogan's and said that only strength competitors should be the ones that, that deadlift. Now, in his fucking programs, it's deadlift. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I was like, he's, he's obviously not writing them then. Yeah, but no, no, he was, he, he partnered up with the, the Mind Pump guys. Maybe they had an influence to that, but he was the one that was demonstrating them. Snatch grips, this is where I learned all different variations of deadlift. The one point that he misses in this whole fucking thing is, in our daily living, you have to bend over and pick something up Mm -hmm. quite often. If if it doesn't happen today, it's going to happen within a week or within a month. It's something that's a human, fundamental human skill, just like walking. It's like saying to someone, you don't need to walk. In, ge- in general population don't know how to do it exactly exactly and it's, it's bizarre so many people blow their we were talking about this before so many people blow their backs out or get a back injury from doing the most stupidest thing like painting and overextending or reaching down to pick up I know so my dad hurt his back by picking up a plant pot out the, out the pond <laughs> because so you overextended he overextended he even said to me overextended I but you, you it was because you're fucking resilient mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. And this is so squats and squats and deadlifts are they more technical than are they probably the most technical lifts that you can do in the gym? Yes, they, do, they require a lot of time, a lot of um, 
practice and effort, but they are only dangerous. Any exercise falls into this category. They are only dangerous if you rush them, put heavy weight on. Just like it's like anything. Like, why would I'm not going to first time squatting with someone? I'm going to go right. Uh, right, well, let's just guesstimate what sort of weight you're going to put on rather than starting with a bar or starting with a lighter bar so or starting with a e- movement e- without it. Don't ego lift. Exactly. So exactly. you might be have a predisposition to have a dodgy lower back. Then you need to, obviously, you just need to load manage and not go as heavy and understand, look, you aren't going to be lifting that much. Uh, and then ask what is bad for your knees. And the answer is, unless you're squatting a fuck ton, no. See, just on the knees point, I need to bring this up because Andy will listen to us back. So Andy, remember you were like, you've not got fucking bad knees. Andy actually has a bad knee. I know. So I, 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 I've, I've actually explained to Andy. I said most. I said, look up the definition of most. So you must have, t- you must have triggered That's a few people. <laughs> triggered a few uh, people. Yeah. But like in his case, he is the deepest squat. I've ever seen like in um, in comparing to what we done at the start of last year mm-hmm. it's unreal we're going through a phase just now where we take five to six seconds on the the eccentric part mm-hmm. and we pause at the bottom come explosive off his arse has gone all the way to the ground I'm like that's fucking that's going to be so good for you so what's wrong with his knees is he get wee bit jitters <laughs> <laughs> no he does he, he does a, a, we don't know what it is he's working with a physio this is what right, it is. Right. it's out with my my scope of practice but st- squats and deadlifts this is what gets you more resilient to mm. have better quality life because you I always put it back to playing I was going to say playing with kids but <laughs> <laughs> give me your children <laughs> like like um, in the older population playing with grandkids or just being mobile being active enough that you can live uh, a, a, a life where you don't need anyone to look after you like because there's a lot of people that's in care They've, I've got a few people who, who are carers and they're in their 50s and 60s and they look after people who are younger than them in their early 50s late 40s that are bed bound mm-hmm. because of the they've had to get hip operations and that and uh, one common thing most of these people have in common is they've never lifted weights and never strength trained and that's why even if you're coming into the gyms like, oh, I'm not going to deadlift or I'm not going to um, squat, then, right, okay, if you're not going to go doing that, do a form of that pattern. Mm-hmm. Should, that maybe is a better message to say than just squat and deadlift. But mm-hmm. if you're not squatting yeah, and deadlift... Yeah, you don't need a barbell squat and you don't need a barbell deadlift, but do variations, you, you don't yeah. need to do some form of variation because hip pinging and a squat pattern is what we do every day in life. I know. I know. All the time. But equally to the challenge, to challenge that point, the reason you're do- not doing them is because you don't like them because it feels uncomfortable because your mobility shit. So it's a vicious circle. You need to tackle your mobility. Which then make it, mm-hmm. it makes it so much better. It's like problem solving. <laughs> when you're in school, you need to find a problem and then you work from there. But everybody goes out to the gym, goes, finds a problem, goes, that's the problem. Yeah, right, that barbell, that barbell is the problem. Uh, no me, uh, no me, no the, the guy that's hurt all the time. <laughs> no manies. No manies. <laughs> manies are fine. Okay, so um, I think that's it. That wraps up our six that, gym miss. That is, that is six gym miss. Absolutely busted. Look, we hope you. So we'll go through them quickly. Carbs don't make you fat. You can have them in your diet. Don't be a fucking idiot. The biggest and best looking people look like they have it all figured out in the gym. That is absolutely not the case. Some will, some won't. I do. So that's it. Uh, well, it's fucking very debatable. <laughs> Costs a lot to access a gym. It doesn't, you can get a bike for free off Facebook and then you can get a gym membership for 13 to 15 quid. Even that, I'd probably say on that point, there's gyms in most areas. Unless you're in a rural part, then... Uh, get up. There's a bus. There's We're a just bus. hoping we've got <laughs> fans everywhere, right? There's a bus. Aye, right, there's a bus everywhere. But that costs money too. So, no, that does. That does. Training abs will give you abs, not in the way that most people train them, and it definitely will not spot reduce your belly fat. 
so you need to be in a calorie deficit. You can be fat and fit at the same time. Unfortunately, you, you can't really be. But there is progress to be made in everybody's life and to get to that stage, that's where you want to be. That, And you also need to enjoy the process yeah. to get there. And squats and deadlifts are dangerous exercises. Are they fuck? Stop being fannies. <laughs> no, <laughs> there's obviously a ton of other gymnasts out there. Loads. What's, what's some of your favourite gymnasts? Leave a comment below. If you are listening to us on Spotify, tag us on Instagram with your favourite gymnast that we might not have covered. So as always, folks, thanks for tuning in. We really do appreciate all the support. Um, things much are, love, much th- love. Uh, things are going really well and uh, we've got some exciting news coming soon. We do, we do. So if you want to find us on socials, it's Bulletproof Mindset. If you want to find me on socials, it's on Instagram, Raw Jim Fit, R-A-W-J-I-M-F-I-T. And if you want to find me, it's at Coach Crosser. We'll see you guys soon. Have a nice one.